good? You're listening to Wasted Radio. My name is Matt, and not too long ago, we had a show in my hometown, Altoona, PA. It was Extinction AD, Rhythm, Rhythm of Fear, uh, Street Struck, which is a local band, and the band that played second was a band from North Carolina called Fever Strike. They had just come off of a long weekend tour with the band Gloves Off, which is another band that you need to check out if you don't know, um, but... I hooked up with the singer of that band and we got to talking and, you know, I was like, dude, you guys have to be on the podcast. Yeah. I mean, I don't have enough good words to say about Fever Strike. I say that a lot. I know I say that a lot, but like, I really mean it. And I try to find bands, not only that like are doing things in hardcore and they're active and stuff like that. Um, but I also try to find these like diamond in the rough bands that, you know, I think maybe otherwise might get overlooked or they're not getting hype or whatever. Um, Fever Strike, and maybe it's just the bubble that I live in, that's completely possible too, but Fever Strike didn't come across my radar until they came through my town. So, when I saw them, um, I was legitimately blown away by the sound. Um, they are so energetic live, they, they put on such a show. Uh, Teddy throws so much of himself into, uh, the music and the performance, and, I mean... That's all I can really say about it. I'm going to play a song, uh, just one track from them. And the reason that I'm only going to play one track is because I want you to really check this album out. Um, the album's called Spin. It's on Patient Zero Records. It's going to take you about 18 minutes to get through it from start to finish. But every single song is enjoyable. It's got kind of like a comeback kid vibe, kind of like a little bit of a mad ball vibe with a little lower distortion or, you know, whatever. It doesn't matter. It's It sounds like Fever Strike is what I'm trying to say. Um, I just can't hype this band enough. You know, they've been around uh, doing things now, I think like four years. If you don't count COVID, you know, they have a couple years under their belt, a ton of cool shows. They know a ton of people. Um, hopefully within the next year or two, they'll be in your area. And when you do, because you listen to the show, you'll know who they are. So before we get into it, I, I am going to play a song called uh, Suck the Wound. This is off of the album Spin on Patient Zero Records uh, by Fever Strike. And then we're going to get into my interview with uh, Teddy. Teddy's a really cool dude. Um, I mean, we talked for two hours on the show and then, you know, turned the recorder off and talked for two more hours. The guy is just <laughs> he's awesome. Um, Teddy, thanks again, man. I really appreciate it. And I can't wait until you guys come back. Um, I can't wait to throw down to Fever Strike. So without further ado, here it is, my interview with Teddy and uh, Suck the Wound by Fever Strike.
right. You're here on Wasted Radio with me, Matt. I've got Teddy from Fever Strike. What's going on, dude? What's up, man? How you doing? Dude, I'm so good. How are you? I'm great. Living life. I'm so happy to have you on the show, man. We talked about doing this when you were in Altoona. And yeah. uh you're uh you're I think you're probably the first <clears throat> you're the first person that I've like watched your band and then caught you after the set and been like, yo, you got to come on my show. And then you actually did. So I really exactly. appreciate dude for real. Um, <laughs> Fever strike just put out this album. Well, actually you didn't just put it out. I just found it not that long ago, <laughs> but um, it's been out for probably like what a little over a year. Uh, no, it came out and well, yeah, close to a year. It came out last August. Okay. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Uh, it came out. We were actually doing a little weekend run with uh death before dishonor. Okay. Played two shows with them and uh album dropped like that following week. Shit. Yeah. Dude. And the album that we're talking about is called Spin. Yes. Um I'm without exaggeration, dude. I've listened to it like probably 30 times since me <laughs> and you met. Um <laughs> the album is so good. Um thank you. When I saw you guys, uh it was a Man, I mean, it is just a mix of like dancey punk rock and just <laughs> punchy fun. Like, I mean, yeah, I don't even know yeah, how we, to do it's fever strike. Exactly. Yeah. We we try to explain it to people and we can't explain it unless you see it live, really. Like you can listen to the album all you want. And then once you see it live, you're like, okay, I get it now. It is we just like to have fun, man. We yeah, for sure. I can we tell. love having a good time <laughs> and we love seeing other people have a good time as well. Yeah. Oh man. And, and we loved you in Altoona. I, I was like, this is the band. Like, <laughs> no, for real. I was completely stoked on Fever Strike. Oh, thank still, you so much, man. Um, favorite songs off of the uh, album were definitely, uh, Suck the Wound, Snake Oil. Um, Purity's a great song. Um, Warm Weather. Like I do not for real. I'm, I'm into the album big time. Um, <laughs> thank but you so I wanted much, man. for sure, dude. And, and, so so uh i totally want to hype fever struck any way that i can or fever strike any way that i can um but i want to talk about basically i kind of want to get into the history of the band the history of you guys um yeah you know so uh first and foremost you're from north carolina are you born and raised in north carolina yes um i'm born and raised in winston-salem north carolina actually okay um i currently live in kernersville which is 30 minutes outside of a winston-salem okay um and the band we claim durham north carolina because that's where we first started actually okay uh me and tipper and uh justin we uh, got together one day and decided well it originally was supposed to just be a like an online thing like we're gonna make music and just put it out online we sure. expected to play a bunch of shows and tour and stuff and we got uh went through like two or three different drummers within like six months yeah. So it was hard to get everything together. So we were like, maybe we should stick doing things online. Mm. And finally, uh, we found Travis, our current drummer. And, uh, Who things is an animal, by the way. Yes. Yes. Thank <laughs> you. He is. Yes. Um, he's actually a church drummer. <laughs> oh, really? Um, yeah. Yeah. He's, okay. Yeah. Um, but we found him and he knew me and Tipper from mm. a while back. Man, Tipper were in a band called Call It Quits. Um, oh, okay. Like the mid, in mid 2000s. Um, we toured with my children, my bride, mm -hmm. um, a couple of things like that. And um, that band disbanded and they started Aniston and we all were in different kind of bands throughout that time. Mm -hmm. 
And uh, just maybe 2017, Tipper hit me up and said, um, I'm working on some new music, man. Come sing for us. I said, all right. So I went and met him and Justin. We got together, practiced a few songs. Like, all right, yeah, this sounds good. Let's record. We recorded yeah. it in uh, Tipper's. Um, he owns a beer shop called Ramblers in Durham, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um, and we recorded in that building <laughs> oh, at the yeah. bar one, you know, late one night. And uh, everything just sounded so good. And finally, we played our first show with like within like two months of making that demo. Mm-hmm. And uh, things just been rolling since then, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I can kind of understand why you wouldn't want to just keep it as an online project. You know, it's it's meant I mean, it's it sounds like it's just meant to be played live. You know, right. Yeah. We realized that after doing it, actually. Yeah. Yeah. It's Uh, just high energy. Like, you know, I mean, it's and and another thing that um, I think is really unique about Fever Strike and I don't know if you uh, maybe you're the person to answer this question, but uh, your guitar player plays a Telecaster. He has kind of a different type of guitar setup than you'd see in a traditional hardcore band. And I think yeah. that I think that that also gives you a really unique sound. You yeah, know? I agree. Um, Actually, he, he writes all the music. Oh, OK. Um, yeah, we, we write the majority of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, up to recently, we've all decided, hey, just make music together now. Mm-hmm. But he still uh, creates music himself and we like it, we'll go along with it and things just come together somehow, man. Like I can't explain it. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I don't even go to practice hardly, which sucks. Yeah. Um, I mean the work and is busy at home, but they practice and they send me the songs. Mm-hmm. And like as soon as I hear the songs, I feel something. Yeah. And I'm like, dang, man, this is so this is so good. And I just start writing and yeah. It all it blends so good. It's it amazes us still to this day. Can't explain it. <laughs> Hell yeah. And, and then uh, playing it live is even better because we we're all so energetic. Like we're old but energetic. <laughs> we're yeah. Older, I would say old, but um. Sure. How old are you guys? I'm 38. Um, Scott is about 38. Tipper's uh-huh. 38. <laughs> Justin is 29, mm-hmm. I believe. Travis is like 31, 32. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I honestly I honestly thought you were younger. To be, a lot of people yeah. think that. Yeah, I thought you were like. Right around, I'm 31, so I thought you were like right around my age. But, I feel um, it. Yeah, good, good. Yeah. Hardcore will keep you young, that's for sure. Yes, for um, sure. My question though about the sound of the band was kind of like, um, you know, you you have. I don't. There's there's you don't fit a cookie cutter mold of. I mean, tonally, musically. Uh, definitely live. Like you don't fit a cookie cutter mold of a hardcore band. I, I don't have anybody that I can really compare you to except like maybe sometimes comeback kid. Uh, yeah. Other than that, <laughs> you know, like other than that, it, it sounds like fever strike. And I wanted to know like your opinion, you know, what is it about it? Um, and I brought up the guitar specifically cause I'm a guitar player, but um, you know, what is okay. it about it that you think, uh, maybe like tonally or musically um, really gives Fever Strike the sound that it has? Um, the, um, I guess we all just have different, of course, we all like the same type of music, mm-hmm. but we also have this, our go-to music that we go to. And actually Justin, a guitar player, he's really into ska music. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're all just mm-hmm. like, all right, yeah, cool. That's awesome. And okay. uh and none of us really listen to hardcore like every day like that. We really don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, we love it, of course. Been in it for years in North Carolina, especially. Um, mm-hmm. But we just kind of. I, I might listen to jazz one day, mm-hmm. talk to Scott. He might send me a song about some Rastafarian uh, 
like group that got together, like a local band or something like that. He saw them play live or something, um, or Tipper go to like um, I don't know. It's just he go to shows that we I don't know what you call that type of music really. <laughs> um, yeah. I want to say screamo, but I, it's not even that. It's mm-hmm. like the um, circle takes a square type type thing. Oh yeah, yeah yeah, that, which we all love. Mm-hmm. But it's just weird. We all come together to make this band and got the sound we got. Well, um, I think that I think like diversity of musical selection ultimately makes you a better musician, you know, not yes, fixating yes, on sure. one genre. Uh, what for do you, sure. so, so what do you like? What do you throw on and uh, or like what's your uh, playlist um, look like? Oh, God. <laughs> all uh, over the place. I, I, I wake up and just push shuffle. But if I was like have some go to records I go listen to, I key glock um <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, young dolph uh stuff like that uh asap rocky young dolph is uh, actually pretty dope dude i love young yeah. Dolph. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'll give you that for sure yeah man he's dope i'm uh, not in huge peace. into like yeah yeah that's a shame i'm not huge yeah. into like newer rap but um young dolph i definitely checked out i went down that yeah. rabbit hole he's really <laughs> fucking good yeah man um but yeah i listen to mostly rap really uh mm-hmm. and i I listen to hardcore. It's like if some bands are coming through I'd never heard before, I'll check them out. Mm-hmm. Um, or I'll go back to listen to the bands from the past I listen to all the time. Uh, yeah. Come back here, for instance, which you said. For sure. Uh, funny you say that everybody's comparing me to Scott, the old singer for them. Mm-hmm. Um, because Call It Quits, the band I was in, had, had the same vocal style. Uh, of course, I was younger, so my pitch was a little bit higher than it is oh, yeah. now. <laughs> um, That's unbelievable. <laughs> But uh, yeah, we got the idea from Comeback Kid, and um, since mm. then I, I carried the style over into Fever Strike, and it just worked out. Damn. Um, right. And also just ha- so happens Justin likes uh, Incendiary, and yeah. he has almost the same vocal style, but it's not—I don't know—it's not as high pitch as mine, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just—I love it. <laughs> I love That's it. Cool. And then I bring in the, the rap element of things. Um, mm-hmm. Some people say they thought we were going to be a reggae band one time. Uh, they didn't expect us to play hardcore when we got on stage one night. Somebody walked up to me. They're like, hey, uh, I thought you were going to be a reggae band. Yeah. That was uh, some hardcore shit right there. <laughs> yeah. I but, uh, um, yeah. I actually asked Rocco, who you know. Um, yeah. When you guys were playing, I asked if you guys were like a regional band or something, because there was something familiar about, I, I don't know. Um, and I, I caught up with you later about this, and you said that your bass player tattooed in Altoona and... Yeah. Um, you know people from up here as well. Um, yeah. have you been up in our area for shows in the past? I have not actually. You haven't? Um, no, I've actually never been to Altoona. Oh, okay. Um, just I just know uh through Troy, of course, and stuff like yeah. that. He traveled to North Carolina, all the guys hang out and stuff like that, and I just hang out with them because I've known a couple of guys for a long time, yeah, and a couple I've never met in person through mm-hmm. the hardcore community, of course. Um and cause I've, I've been in it since 98 and I've just, mm-hmm. uh, just never looked back, man. And I try to meet everyone I can be as friendly as possible to everyone I, I meet or come in contact with. Cause I mm-hmm. never know what's going to happen. I, I mean, fever strike could take off all I know. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. which we're, we just have big thoughts on things like making sure we play every show we're, uh, we're offered. Um, if we can, of course. Yeah. Um, no matter what band is playing, we're not trying to be some big name show showstoppers, but you know, we like to have fun with a bunch of guys, a bunch of new guys, of course. 
bunch of new cool. bands, even though it's been older. Mm-hmm. We just like meeting new people. And we toured, with, we toured with gloves off before we hit Altoona, actually. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we did. Yeah, we got to talk about Yeah, that. we did three or four days with those guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Cody. Cody's a really good friend of ours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I was so, introduced to him a couple times. Um, I don't really know him, but uh, a lot of people that I know know him, too. I've been introduced to him. He, he's a nice guy, but I've seen gloves oh, yeah. off. Uh, a few times and that band just yeah man <laughs> i mean the, so the name of the band describes exactly how it sounds like it's totally <laughs> exactly. off. It's just yeah hard. yeah they're a really good band um, yeah that little run with them was so fun man i'm sure so it awesome. was yeah, yeah dude um where did you guys play at uh first date was in massachusetts little dive bar nothing we expected it to be actually well mm-hmm. i'd never been here been there i'm not sure if it, uh gloves off had been there or not but uh, our record label is actually based out of that city, that town. Okay. I can't remember the name of it now. But um, Patient Zero Records, uh, Jerry, mm-hmm. he uh, booked the show for us up there. And we had never met him. So we were like, all right, let's, let's play the show. Go meet the guy. Like, he runs mm-hmm. our record label. So we might as well play a show up there, you know. We get there, and it's it was a great turnout. We had a great time. Yeah. It was just such a small spot, like a really, yeah. really small bar, like older, I don't want to say redneck, but. <laughs> it was it was strange yeah it was strange, but it had a great time though um cool second day we hit um i want to say wilkesbury okay uh yeah man that was fun too playing ripped up ripped away man oh, oh God. really yeah man that okay. was fun yeah um so that was a bit yeah, more of the Clemo. hardcore crowd yeah yeah that was yeah. awesome uh Clemo booked that show for us um after that we hit jersey at the litter box yeah okay uh, played the litter box in Jersey. Uh, we had a couple days off between these two. Uh, we chilled in New York for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was awesome. It was a great, beautiful day. Um, after that, we hit Altoona. Um, and that, that show was a lot of fun, too. That was a pretty was cool a show. Yeah. yeah, it was, was a weekday show, too, and there was a pretty good yeah, turnout. Yeah, it was a great turnout. Yeah. Uh, which actually was funny because Rhythm of Fear played, and we've been on dates with those guys a couple of times and we never oh, for real? really got a chance. Yeah, we never got a chance to link up because they would cancel for some reason or we would cancel. Yeah. And um I've known Jay for a while, um, the singer. Uh he was into our old band Call It Quits actually. Oh really? Um yeah yeah he he brought it back up and I was like man you remember that band? He was like yeah man I remember you guys. That's cool. So um yeah it was fun meeting up in our new bands and playing together and stuff. Yeah dude. Yeah. Uh after that we hit Columbus yeah, Altoona to Columbus, Ohio, and that was dope. That was so dope. Yeah. Uh, um, it was in a laundromat called Dirty Dungarees. Yeah, I think I saw the pictures. For, yeah. Yeah, it was it was pretty fun, man. Um, there was actually a family there that had never seen like a hardcore crowd like that. Um, so we let them come up front and watch us and stuff, and they ended up loving it. It was yeah. like a little six-year-old kid, a mom, and like a 13-year-old kid, and they were just so amazed by it. And, and there was, I guess... They were amazed by me being up there doing it as well. Cause it was a black family uh-huh. and they were like, Oh man, you sing like that. You sing like that band right there. I said, yeah, it's a hardcore band. Come watch it. You might, I bet you'll be into it. I bet you'll like it. Yeah. And they fell in love with it, man. They talked to me after the show. I gave them some shirts and stickers and stuff. Dude, that's, um, that's so sick. We yeah, talk about it, that so much on this show about people like, uh, you know, kind of hyping up the kids and bringing kids around and let, exposing kids to these bands and shit like that. That's what we need. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Dude. I took my daughter to one of our shows. I think it was last summer. Uh, she had never been to a show. She just turned eight. But uh, 
she's actually in one of our videos on YouTube. You can kind of get a glimpse of her. Okay. Um, but yeah, she that was her first show, and it, she she did pretty well there. I, I was shocked dope. actually. Yeah, That's she had awesome. a good time. What she think of, of course, your dad was, singing uh, for a band? Our other band members, uh, kids, been there as well. Helped her out. She had people to hang out with. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, she loved it. Now she always wants to play that video on YouTube. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude! What she think of her yeah. dad singing for a band? At first, man, she was like, "Why do you scream like that? Like, why, why are you doing that?" Explain to her. It's the way to either let off aggression or just ex, uh, express myself yeah. to people. And um, she said, "Oh, okay." <laughs> and yeah. um, and since she known has seen that and knows it now, she get she kind of gets it now. Mm-hmm. Um, it, she gets the excitement, the fun from it. Yeah, um, for sure. And like you said, it's not cookie cutter music. It's um. Of course, it's straight to the point because that songs are like two minutes long, the longest. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, but it jams. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's it just it jams. Thank you. Yeah, uh, yeah, like the jam. <laughs> That's what we do. Um, That's awesome. If, if it's not nothing, anything you can you can kind of move to, bob your head to. I I can't do it. Um, yeah, for sure. Because I'm a person that you you pay to come see me play live. I'm going to make sure you have a good time with me on stage. Yeah. Um, yeah. No see doubt. Uh, yeah, it's, it's just having a great time. That's all we're about, man. So, uh, um, and you do get really into it um, when you guys play. You know, you were up there yes. oh, yeah. and, and shit like that. And uh, I kind of wanted to ask, too, you know, like what, uh, like what are you letting out when you get up there? What does it mean to you to get up there and use that time to kind of, I mean, because we, another thing that kind of keeps coming up on the show is like the therapy element of hardcore Mm-hmm. that you know like we talked about that we did an episode recently we recorded it it'll be out later but um it's most it's about moshing and like it's mostly funny um us joking around and shit but there's a point in the show where we start talking about like that that is actually a healthy therapeutic quality to yeah you know letting this out um and you know like you were up there just like letting it out dude and then i just you know i well like what are you letting out I, i'm just curious i want to hear in your words uh, what is it what does it mean to you to get up there and do that it's basically my my chance to let out the stress of life i guess everybody has stress in life and stuff but it's just my express my emotions that i don't get a chance to talk to anybody about Cause I mm-hmm. honestly, I'm not a big talker at all. Like I'm quiet, I'll chill. Unless somebody approaches me with a conversation for me to get into certain things. I just don't talk about a lot of things. So my way to get it out is sing it on stage. Um, but I, I keep it on a positive level. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never been the type to be negative or, and try to express or try to sing songs like that to people to be negative. Um, I try to make everything as positive I can while expressing real life stuff. Yeah. Or real life feelings, even things like that. And, and saying, saying and doing things that people who aren't able to get out here and do themselves. Um, some of our songs are written kind of on that level too, where this person didn't feel comfortable, I guess, expressing their voice. So we'll help them do it and exp- express their story for them. So yeah, it's uh, it, it, sometimes I, I get deep into into emotionally as well because I got a lot of friends that passed away recently that kind of motivated me to write some some of the songs. 
and even to even yeah. keep doing music, like um yeah i saw your instagram and yeah i wanted to express that to you too at some point I, i'll probably cut this out of the actual show just being real with yeah. you but i i don't know exactly who you lost but i'm really sorry to hear it it's it looked like you were pretty tore up about that and i hope you're doing okay yeah yeah thank you man yeah she uh she's it was my girl my friend tara um one of my best friends like close mm -hmm. close friends she's been through with through, been through things with me that i can't explain mm -hmm. uh and especially when it comes to doing music she's kept me going doing this i've always been like mac i don't do this shit anymore i don't I mean, I love hardcore, but I, uh, it's not going anywhere. It's not doing anything for me. Yeah. And she, she's like, you just shut the fuck up and get on stage and do what you do. She, she always told me, do it. People need yeah. to hear your voice. <laughs> yeah. She said, you, you're, you're different. Yeah. And that's always stuck with me. Yeah. Don't ever forget that. That's awesome. dude. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's, for sure. That's so, that's so good. I'm so sorry that you lost that person, man. I mean, that's, that's really, that sucks. Yeah, it does. <laughs> For yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Do you feel kind of like invigorated to create? Like, does that drive you to want to, you know, be more creative and stuff? Or, oh, for, yes, yeah. definitely. 100%. Um, and I, I've been telling people here recently, our next album is going to be pretty, pretty good, man. Like, yeah. I'm not saying that in a bragging way or anything, but. Brag away, dude. I, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I just want people to know, like, you look forward to it because I, it, I'm. The, the band itself, yeah. we're all on different levels now. It, it's insane. Um, For sure. Justin himself has even said, he said his writing style is going to change. Mm -hmm. um, and Travis, who's a fucking amazing drummer, mm -hmm. he he's going to throw some crazy drum rolls in there, I'm sure. Like, it's, yeah. it's going to be awesome. Yeah, so um, it, you guys... And lyrically, I'm just going to push hard to definitely express a lot of emotion. Yeah, yeah, um, for sure. But of course the music is going to jam. We're still going to jam, too, and have fun, but... It's gonna, yeah. it's gonna be awesome. I can't wait. So you you pour a lot of yourself um, into the lyrics you write. Um, what does hardcore really mean to you? I mean, you say you've been in around since '98, which we're gonna yeah. get to. I've got questions about old shows for sure. But <laughs> uh, before we before we jump onto that, um, yeah, what does it what does hardcore mean to you ultimately? You know, the whole process of getting up there, writing, recording putting it out there, expressing yourself in this way? Uh, family, love, friends, because mm -hmm. that's all I've had this whole time uh, since I got into hardcore, um, which you said we'll talk about later in the show and stuff, but I, I could tell you stories about what kept me in it and why I was, I was actually not even going to shows or anything for a long time. Um, so I just, didn't care about it anymore for some reason. I don't know what happened. Yeah. I just quit going and started just going down the wrong path. And what hardcore wasn't even on my mind at that time. Mm -hmm. Um, and I can't remember somebody invited me to a show. Can't remember who it was, but uh, I was like, hell yeah, I'll go to that show with you. We went and I was like, all right, yeah, I missed this shit. I'm going back. I got to get mm -hmm. back into this. And since then the ball just been rolling, connecting with, uh, old friends I hadn't talked to in a while. Mm -hmm. Um, and even bands I hadn't talked to in a while, things like that. Wondering when they were coming through, when I could see them. And yeah, um, to me, it's just a personal growth thing. Uh, like mm -hmm. we talked about before, therapy. It's a therapy. Yeah. Um, and it's my way of getting on stage, like I said, expressing myself. And even the fans, like, I love talking to people and getting a response of, hey, you sucked. Or, hey, you guys are great. Hey, mm -hmm. I love that. 
Like, I love it. And just even being able to conversate with someone that wants to express themselves as well. And I'm more than willing to sit there and talk to you at the at the table or whatever and talk about my music and what you want to do with your music and give you ideas. We can share ideas, things like that. Yeah, I love that. You stood and talked for a while, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love doing that, man. Um, I just love traveling in general as well. Yeah. But meeting new people and getting their their perspective on life in general or their mm -hmm. perspective on music, their genre of music choice and things like that. I love it. The the yeah. world is just beautiful to me. I love the creativity around the world that people don't get to see or hear is is awesome. Yeah, mm -hmm. so, I'm thankful um, I can share my creativity and music with people. Yeah, for sure. Um, so uh how did you get into this? You said it started back in ninety eight. Yeah, uh ninety-eight, ninety-nine. I think mm -hmm. I was thirteen. Uh I was Joe Mustin, drummer from uh drummer from Beloved, vocalist for Advent. Um, went to church together and he was in a band called Into Your Arms, <laughs> who I, I loved. Like uh they were at church practicing one day. I happened to be walking by and went in and watched him practice for a little bit. I was like, damn, that's awesome. He's like, yeah, man, come up on mic and uh, just scream, just yell something and something like that. And I did it and just tried out, just see if, how they do it. Because I was wondering, hey, why is your voice not getting hoarse or anything like that? Why are you not losing your voice? Mm -hmm. so I did it just for the hell of it. He said, man, we're playing a show this weekend. Why don't you come out and see it? I said, all right, yeah, I'm there. So I uh, went to the show and it's been uphill since then. Yeah. Uh, and the show was awesome. It was uh, Poison the Well, I believe. Uh, Paul, Paul from Deathblow's uh, band played, or, or he was an Aria or Aria or Azazel. One of those two played that show or something like that. Um, who Stretch Armstrong, I believe, played. Uh, yeah, that, that that was a great show, man. That was my yeah. very first hardcore show. That's so cool. And um, since then, I honestly didn't even know what hardcore was, even still. Mm -hmm. um, bands would come through. My friends would say, "Hey, this, this band's playing here," and I, I thought. All that was just heavy, uh, yeah. was, uh, hardcore. I mean, um, the Evergreen Terrace bands like that came mm -hmm. through all the time. That was all hardcore to me. I consider it the same. Yeah, I, I consider right. a lot of bands that play like come up in that scene, and it, it doesn't necessarily have to sound exactly like what we would refer to as hardcore. But yeah, right. like yeah, I consider Poison the Well hardcore and Evergreen okay, Terrace yeah. hardcore. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. Okay, yeah, it was just. Shows like that every weekend. I went to every show I possibly could every weekend, and um, actually started my own band. It was a little band called Amadeus. <laughs> um, that was fun, but uh, we were trying to do like a rap core thing, okay. which I didn't know POD even existed at that time. <laughs> they were like, "Oh, you guys, you guys, you guys doing rap core?" We're like, "Yeah, yeah." They say, uh, "Listen to POD." Check them out, dude. Fell in love with POD for a while. Um, yeah. So we were on that level trying to do that and. Um, I saw it's POD so come through actually. It's so funny. Not that uh, POD is a part of this, but um, when I was a kid, uh, as far as like the rap core stuff goes, my cousin gave me the Judgment Night soundtrack, and <laughs> I was like, I was like too young, and I was like, this shit is corny. This is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> like I look back on it now, and I'm like, God damn! Like I, I had the Holy Grail in my hand, and I didn't like yeah, it. Yeah, man. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> crazy how music taste or music taste just changes over the years. It's crazy, yeah. I I mean, like rap core in general, like 
you know, I never liked that stuff when I was younger. When I first got into it, I was all about the like poison the well <laughs> and the evergreen terrace stuff. And like, yeah, I had dude. Okay. So this is, this is weird. Like I was a Cypress Hill fan and I had the skull okay. and I had the skull and bones album. Um, the skull CD was like just a traditional Cypress Hill album. And then Bones was like some of the same songs and like a couple other ones, but it was all done with a live rock band. So uh, yeah. And they were like, you know, if you listen back to those tracks now, look up Cypress Hill, Skull and Bones. I mean, like uh Valley of Chrome's on there and Rock Superstar and a couple of like really heavy songs. And I never made like I never made the connection in my mind that that was even anywhere close to like hardcore or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's weird. Like there was all that stuff was like, so, I felt like it was like so separate back then. And nowadays right. like people have like, you hear it like POD is not that different from a hardcore band. That's a perfect exactly. example of, I mean, ultimately yeah. they really aren't anyway. I'm sorry. Yeah. I completely derailed you, but Oh no, no, you're fine. You're fine. I agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> so you were in this band, um, you, you played in a rap core band called Amadeus. That's where you were. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we went to Cornerstone like three years in a row, if you know what that is. So a Christian festival we had in okay. Peoria, Illinois, I believe. Yeah, I think it was in Peoria. Uh, went there three years in a row, just, you know, try to play the little side stages they had up there. Um, we played once up there and changed our whole style after that for some reason. I don't know why. We got back home and started writing like a weird melodic hardcore style. Um, mm -hmm. My hopes fall, I guess, at at that time, which is like 2000 when it first came out or something. Okay. Um, they had a more melodic hardcore sound and we loved it. So we tried to mimic that and I don't know, things just didn't work out. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. Are you, are you guys a Christian band, by the way? We are not. You're not. Okay. Uh, no, we're not. Um, I, I don't want to say what anybody's beliefs are or whatever. Uh, mm -hmm. Okay. I, I was know, just so curious. I was yeah, just yeah. I mean, we, because we got, it seems like you you have like been in bands and been around people that have like involvement in the church and stuff like that. I yeah, was exactly. Just exactly. That, that's what I grew up in uh, mm -hmm. coming into hardcore. Um, as I got older, I kind of drifted away from that. Mm -hmm. um, so I was, I don't know, I uh, kind of just got out of that and got more into. That's when I, when rap came in my life more. Actually, okay. I started listening to more rap and trying to be gangsters and that. So I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to rap too. Mm -hmm. That didn't work out, obviously. <laughs> um, and so I uh, moved to Kernersville, which I am where I'm at now, and mm -hmm. just met more, more musically talented people, I guess you say, uh, mm -hmm. people that were actually wanting to do things with music and not just do it for the, fun, for the hell of it. Um, and it surprised me and because they were doing so good. They were touring, playing music. I was like, hell yeah, this is what I want to do right here. Mm -hmm. uh, started a few bands around here, uh, never really got anywhere. Um, but I've, I've got a chance to meet a lot of people. Uh, we got a chan chance to play with a lot of shows, actually. Yeah. Um, at, at a skate park. It was an awesome skate park here. At the time, it was called MSU. Mm -hmm. um, and that eventually transferred over to being Creation Skate Park, which uh, they had a lot of shows there, too, through mid-2000s uh, era. And uh, dude, a ton of shows, like crazy shows. What that, are some that was of the a spot bands... to play if you came. Yeah, yeah. What are some of the bands that came through in your area? Um, Whitechapel played. Attila played there. Um, well, with War of War of Ages. Um, I think I want to say Evergreen Terrace played there. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it was Evergreen Terrace. Uh, who else? Uh, what was what was Bam's brother's band? 
Yeah, Y two K. Yeah, yeah, they, they played there. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that was, it was pretty dope. I never really got uh, into them. I didn't either. <laughs> yeah, I did, they, they were huge though. Yeah, yeah, dude, they were uh, massive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can name like uh, maybe one song. I couldn't even do that. <laughs> yeah, no disrespect to anybody, by the way. I just never right, got into right, CKY right. at yeah. all. Um, I saw the videos. Yeah, the videos are pretty. You cool. remember the They're CKY funny. videos? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> were you guys like passing them around on VHS way back in the day? Yep. <laughs> VHS, God, dude. Yeah, I know. Uh, I know. I saw some shit uh, online the other day. Somebody was selling VHSs. I think it was somebody that was like recording hardcore shows and selling them on VHS and whatever. And I was like, I get the idea, man, but like, could you imagine like <laughs> you like I, I get the nostalgia factor and everything, but like I'm not gonna go out and buy a VHS. Yeah. Like, you know yeah. <laughs> that's Holy such a crap. pain in the dick, dude. I don't even like fucking with DVDs anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't remember last time I used a DVD actually. For real. It's been I a while. Used, I still I still use CDs, but I don't use DVDs. I don't know. I don't even use CDs. <laughs> you don't use CDs? No, I just stream. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Um, they're trying to get rid of, uh, like, I guess CDs for gaming too now. Like, so many yeah. people are just downloading games and shit. Yeah, like, like I have the Xbox Digital. I can't put disc in mine, so oh, you it's can't. all digital. For no. Real? Yeah. Oh, I don't know anything about that. So, do you just like download off the store? Yeah. Yeah. Really? How big's the hard yeah. drive? Uh, I want to say terabyte. Oh, for real? Yeah, yeah. Damn. Okay. Yeah, it, it's pretty awesome. It's pretty cool. Yeah. What do you play? Uh, I mostly play 2K or um, I play Madden every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Dude, Madden got old for me for uh since 2016. I just hated yeah. it after that. Uh, yeah. then 21, 21, I guess, it brought me back into. It. I was like, all right, I'll try it out again and. Since then, it's been pretty cool for me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. See, we played. Um. Oh man, me and my son play seventeen, and never bought one of the newer ones after that. But seventeen's pretty cool, you know. Yeah. It's just like I just every game, it's just Ben Roethlisberger to Antonio Brown, and he catches <laughs> it every time. <laughs> like the one game, I beat him like ninety-two to six. Jeez. I know, I know, but <laughs> no you know, mercy. You know what I mean, no, you can't. Sometimes you have to, like, look, you know, like, I don't know, we don't spank our kid or anything like that. We're pretty, yeah. we're pretty chill, but you got to show him you're the boss. Yeah, true. <laughs> true. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, just every now and then. Um, <laughs> no, actually, I, I'm mostly joking. He's really good. Um, that's awesome. Yeah, he whoops my ass at it. Um, I wish I could show him GTA. I just can't. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> that's too much. Right? How old is he? Nine. Okay, yeah. Not ready for GTA right yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I actually I've let him play it, but uh, it's not like the full game. Like I put it on director mode, and then he can like I'll I'll go to the airport and let him like fly planes stuff yeah. like that that like that's like away from the people that are like cussing at you <laughs> as you drive by them and shit like <laughs> he thought the game he thought the game was called planes because i was like i was like you can play planes that's it like that's nice. all you do in this game is fly around <laughs> like if he even knew <laughs> yeah <laughs> um okay so anyway getting back to we were we were actually talking about um 
bands that came through your area, which was yes. interesting. It's always it's always interesting to hear um, what kinds of bands or what different eras are coming through different people's areas. Like if you had like Whitechapel and Attila yeah. and bands like that, it's it's weird because bands like those kinds of bands for some reason didn't come through Altoona. Maybe it was just because of who was booking uh-huh. and like what they were into or whatever. But like, yeah, we completely missed um, in our area. Like we really missed the whole deathcore era. Um, I've not yeah. seen like for real. I've seen maybe maybe one deathcore band live. I've seen. Wow. You know, I've seen tons of hardcore bands, but, right, yeah, you know, it's hard for us to get hardcore bands here. That's the funny part. <laughs> So do you have like a lot of people in your area that are into like deathcore and that kind of stuff? Yeah, man. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, actually where I'm from, like I said earlier, Winston, we, every show came through there. Um, Mm -hmm. and now it's like bear. Uh, I mean, now there's a venue there called break time, which we're playing at next month, I believe. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's actually my first show in my hometown in in like 20 years. (laughs) Um, not like not 20 years exactly but it's been a long time since i've played my hometown in mm-hmm. any band so that's that's gonna be fun but uh now they're starting to get shows back but they're still not as consistent i guess you say sure it's just every every once in a while thing but most shows come through either raleigh charlotte or greensboro yeah that's cool um i know uh a couple people around here who are booking and it's kind of the same way um not steady but every once in a while there's a banger um we had uh before you guys played we had a d block purgatory show yes which i think was yeah oh yeah they're my boys yeah we love d block yeah um Uh, actually alex the uh, drummer for d block was in a band here in north carolina with me called infiltrate really um yeah man we were together for like maybe five months played two shows and broke up <laughs> for real because and, and, well, COVID kind of shut us down. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's when COVID hit and like that fucked us up bad, man. And yeah. Alex was like, Hey, I ain't got no job. I can't, you know, uh, so I moved back home to Michigan. Yeah. He moved to Michigan. And I, I'm so glad he did it. Cause he started D block. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, but it, it was, it was pretty cool. Infiltrate was pretty dope, man. Everybody actually liked it. You should get him to send you some, yeah. You should get him to send you some drum tracks. And then get someone to record guitar over top of it and drop like an infiltrate demo or something. Is, it, is there <laughs> a demo? Is yeah, there... yeah, it's, uh, it's on Spotify and uh, I think it's on YouTube stuff like that. I'm gonna check it out. That's cool. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, I think it's Infiltrate NC because there's another Infiltrate in Florida actually. Okay. And um, we were we got confused with them once. Uh, there was a show going on down there. Everybody's like, yeah, you uh, you come to Florida to play a show? I was like, nah. <laughs> they said, well, your band's on the bill. I was like, what band? They said, Infiltrate, because I thought they were talking about Fever Strike. I was oh, like, we're yeah. definitely not coming. And um, and he said, no, Infiltrate. I looked on the bill, and it, it was in Infiltrate, Florida. It wasn't oh, sure. us. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, so how was uh, COVID for Fever Strike? What did you guys do? Uh, nothing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Kind of yeah, a hiatus. Yeah, it was kind of a hiatus for us. Uh, actually, no, it wasn't. <laughs> uh, we we finished recording our album mm-hmm. during COVID because um, we recorded it with, uh, I cannot remember his name or the, the building. We recorded uh, everything there okay, and decided, hey, we need to uh, mix this some more or whatever. So we got mm-hmm. a buddy of ours 
uh, Travis Hall. He re-recorded my vocals and everything like that. Uh, kind of put a little bit more oomph on it, whatever. Okay. Because the original was terrible. <laughs> just not satisfied uh, just with we, it. We actually played a show with Madball the night before. Okay. Played a uh, furnace, well, not furnace fest. I'm tripping. Um, <laughs> a slump fest. We played slump fest uh, the mm-hmm. night before, so my voice was just destroyed. And um, you were probably pretty hype if you were playing with Madball. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a huge fest. Um, slump. Uh, Madball played. Silent Planet. Um, a couple other bands. It, it was a big bill. It was awesome. So, since we opened in our hometown at that <laughs> yeah um but uh yeah that, that was awesome so the next day we recorded um vocal tracks on the album because the music had already been done that was they rolled that out fast okay travis did his thing on the drums guitars finished and everything they, so they're waiting on me basically mm-hmm. um finally i made it to the studio we did it ran through it real quick didn't like the uh yeah like i said not enough oomph that was into it mm-hmm. um so we're like, all right, let's kind of redo some vocals here. Uh, we did those in like March, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and everything sounded so good. We were like, all right, yeah, we're happy with this. Mm-hmm. And we were like, all right, let's release it. Because the album was originally going to come out in March. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, When COVID been down or shut everything down, the records couldn't be pressed or something like that. I forgot oh, yeah. what happened. But yeah, um, so it got pushed back. So we're like, all right, well, let's not do it yet. And let's go ahead and uh, rework some things before we mm-hmm. actually send it off. Um, so we redid that and pretty happy with the outcome. Um, yeah. Our next record maybe with Travis Hall again. Um, and it's going to be, I'm planning on getting some features on this album. Uh, we missed some on our last album that we were supposed to get. Things didn't work out with everybody traveling and things like that. Mm-hmm. So hopefully I get those people back on the album. I'm not going to mention names right now. <laughs> For sure. Um, Hopefully we'll make that happen. And there's actually no date for an album coming out or nothing. I'm just blabbing about it because I'm so excited for how it's going to sound. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, the album came out in August um, through Patient Zero. And now we're just trying to play more shows and um, I guess do a couple of tours here and there. Mm-hmm. Uh, weekenders especially. That's going to be our thing. Um, definitely want to hit the West Coast at some point. <laughs> Have you been out there before with um, other bands? Uh, not playing. Okay. Uh, I've gone with bands on tour, like just to chill, mm-hmm. just roll. Um, and I visited just uh, my old job. I used to polish concrete and okay. required a lot of traveling. So mm-hmm. I went out there doing that time. Uh, so I've, I've been out there and kind of uh, hung out with, with the scene out there. So I got the feeling of it. Yeah. Yeah, polishing concrete—that's not easy work, dude. <laughs> it's it's not hard, man. It's no, it's um, I don't know how to explain it. It's it's a mental thing, I guess, because it's long hours. Like the hours yeah. are so long, For sure. but it's just a, such a it's a process to it. And if yeah. you don't get to a certain process to stop at and take a break, it's not going to look right. Uh huh. So so if you break it down in the right points, you can say, hey, I'm going to do. The, my first ground tonight, you know, get everything off the floor, get the process started. So yeah. we come in in the morning and go ahead and roll and get to the drying process. That's okay. where you go in the uh, honing process, which you start honing on it. You clean all that up. The floor has to dry. And, you okay. know, concrete absorbs so much moisture. It's hard for it to dry out. Mm-hmm. Um, and we put a densifier on it, which it's like an acrylic kind of thing. Hardens it a little bit. Um, if that's, that's not yeah, dry, I was gonna you ask not, you. Okay. It's, it has to be yeah. bone dry. Right, it has a b- bone dry, or it's gonna like 
the concrete, unless you're getting a stain color, which it had to be a dark one at that. But if you do polish it like that, you'll see that spot in that floor for a long time. Yeah. Um, it's because it's just not dry yet. The water's still in there. Okay. And us polishing it, we're basically putting a seal over it to just keep it right there for a little bit. Yeah. No shit. <laughs> yeah. 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 But so I did that for 12 years, man. <laughs> so it's not like such a physical pain in the ass. It's just more like, you know, it's the process. You have to stick with yeah, the process. Yeah. The, the pain in the ass part comes when the concrete's not poured right. Okay. If it's, concrete, if it's old, for instance, or if it's not poured right, mm-hmm. you'll start having pits in the floor you got to fill, a bunch mm-hmm. of holes and stuff like that, or where walls used to be, you see where the, the nails were. Mm-hmm. So you got to fill all those holes and before you can do anything. Uh, you sometimes you get. Do you have to do that all by hand? Is there any like? Yeah, that's yeah. all by hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, the joints in the floor are done by a machine. Okay. Uh, it's a machine you pull along the joints and it fills it as you go. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is fill the uh, totes up, the buckets in the totes. So get the uh, A and B chemical to combine. Yeah. But other than that, the cracks pretty much uh, you filled with that machine. The holes okay. are all done by hand. Okay. Yeah. Shit. Interesting yeah. stuff. I'm sorry. It, it, it's, it's awesome. a little, yeah. It's also awesome. kind of like I, a dad tangent there. <laughs> <laughs> I did it for so long. I didn't plan on even doing it that long. Like, I yeah. started it and was like, this is pretty dope, man. Like nobody good at knows it. about this shit. <laughs> yeah. Were you pretty good at it? Yeah, yeah. I still yeah. think I'm good at it. Because uh, I just recently quit that job and uh, now I build gas pumps. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. yeah uh, any gas you pump you touch, I, I probably built it. <laughs> no shit. Yeah. Uh, Gil Barco is the company. You'll notice it on the gas pumps at the bottom. Okay. Um, it says Gil Barco on there. But yeah, we uh, put gas pumps together and ship them out to customers. Do you assembly or do you work in a machine shop or what? I'm assembly. Assembly. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Damn, that's tough stuff, dude. It is. Uh, money is not as good as polishing concrete, but yeah, I'm home. Every, I'm home every night uh, as a local for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, polishing concrete, I'm having to wake up and travel somewhere all the time. Yeah. It's constant travel, which I, I love. Imagine. Don't get me wrong, I, I love doing it. Cause I, that's also I got to hang out with a lot of people. Uh, mm-hmm. Like even if there's a show or something, I'm able to go to it. Yeah. Um, and my my boss actually was so cool, man. When Fever Strike had a show once or a couple of times, he would like either drive me back home from where I was mm-hmm. so I could get home on time to play a show or get me a plane back home. Like it is dope. Fuck yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd be That's like, awesome. man, uh, I gotta get back home on such and such date, uh, play a show. He like, oh really? I'll have you back. I make sure you're back. And he he so made cool. sure I was back the day before I was ready for the show. He'd be like, all right, you ready to come back to work? He'll find me a way back to where he wherever he is, and it, it was dope. Yeah, dude, that's awesome. Because you were telling me about your job when we were talking before, and you were saying basically uh, you used all your vacation time to go on tour. Yeah, uh, no, I thought I did actually. Oh, that's, yeah. that was the trick I was going through. Um, I was waiting to get back home to find that out. So I oh, get back okay. home to find out my uh, leave of absence had been accepted. But, oh, isn't that nice? Uh, yeah, yeah. It took <laughs> him a while to let me know, which is crazy because I told him back in like September, hey, I'll be gone yeah. in March for a tour. Right. Um, they said, all right, we'll wait till the date comes around or closer or whatever and let us know then. I said, all right. I decided not to wait too much longer. So in January, I said it again. Hey, uh, remember in March, I'm leaving. And they still wasn't accepting it yet. And mm-hmm. I was like, all right, you know, fuck it. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I mean, like, what do you do? I'm going on tour. Point? I mean, I'm, 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 not, I'm not asking you right now. I'm telling you I'm going yeah. on tour. <laughs> um, and I get back home and everything worked out fine, like perfect. Good. Good. Glad yeah. to hear it. But uh, yeah, it was just. Bunch of, I'm still kind of a new high hiree down there. Yeah. 
Is that the right word? Pyre? Sure. <laughs> Pyre. Let's go with it. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, still kind of, I got officially hired in uh, February. Okay. Um, had to go through the whole 90 day process, whatever, um, before I was officially hired with them. And it seemed like forever, but finally got yeah. hired on. And that's what kind of, when I told them I wasn't hired on yet. So it, it was easy to be like, all right, yeah, that's fine. Cause I was just a temp. Right. They didn't really need me. But now that I'm hired, they had to think about it and be like, oh, he's going to use his points because we get like a certain amount of points we can use or something like that. Mm-hmm. And they were like, he's going to use those points, blah, blah, blah. We don't have enough people, staff here to even cover his shift. And uh, I was like, well, I'm going. I told you guys six months ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, that's crazy to me. Um, but from here on out, like, our tours are going to be based on location mm-hmm. uh, and timing for all of us, obviously. Um, which... T- a lot of the band understands. I don't care. I'm I'm more <laughs> into Fever Strike than anything. Yeah. I I could easily go back to polishing concrete. Mm-hmm. Like this job, they pay me less anyway. I get paid way less. Um, so I was like, all right, you know what? Uh, Fever Strike has something going on. I'm I'm going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, understood. I'm, I'm, I'm telling them months ahead of time, so there's no excuse. Are you guys going to so, be uh, playing a lot of weekends? Um, actually, we're trying to do something Memorial Day weekend. Yeah. Uh, I think we planted something out uh Tennessee, Virginia, uh maybe South Carolina. Not well, sure. You're in, yet. A, you're in a unique spot where you're not too far from, you know, everything if you're not willing to be a little right. extra tired from driving. Like, I mean, in reality, you're what, nine hours from PA? Uh things about nine, eight or nine, yeah. Not far yeah. at all. Yeah, that's really uh, not that far. So our, our last date was in Chicago on that tour, and then mm-hmm. we drove straight home from Chicago and that didn't even seem that long. It was like a yeah. 12 hour drive, 13, but it was like, man, this is really nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, and, and you're right there by Florida. Um, yeah. How yeah. far are you like, what, four or five hours out of Florida or what? Uh, Six. Okay. Six, six to Jacksonville, I believe. Okay. Um, yeah. And uh, Atlanta is like four hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, Columbia's three. Have you Wilmington's played? three. Have you played? Oh yeah, we um, love all yeah, these Columbia's cities. our spot, man. We love it yeah. down there. Good. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um, um how about uh where in Tennessee? You said somewhere in Tennessee. Yeah, um, I'm talking to uh some guys that are actually on the label with us, Reckless Threat. Okay. Uh they're looking for a venue now to to host us. Um, and it was kind of a last minute decision because we originally wanted to go down the coast and go from Baltimore to Virginia Beach and mm-hmm. uh maybe one here at home or something, but Apparently Baltimore is all booked up or something. I don't know. <laughs> it's been mm-hmm. hard for us to book Baltimore for the longest. We wanted to play there and nothing ever happens, but mm-hmm. um, they're all booked up. So I was like, all right, well, I'll just work out the uh, a date somewhere else, whatever. Virginia, mm-hmm. still waiting to hear back about that. They say Virginia Beach is booked up as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Tennessee is about the first one I've gotten. It's like, all right, yeah, we're going to find a venue. Got you. Cool. Um, and I think I, we're going to do something here at home, which you can book easily. Uh, a lot of friends around here that book shows, mm-hmm. um, that, which is young kids too. Like they're young coming in the game and they're doing work, man. It's, it's awesome. It's good to see. Uh, Cause a lot of guys I came up with, which we're still around and that's what you see is all of us, mm-hmm. <laughs> but we're yeah. like getting to the point where like, man, we've got families now, so we can't hang out as much as we used to. Uh, and these are all guys. We went to shows every weekend, every weekend together. We were always mm-hmm. at, at the show. Dude, I know how it is. Now that's why now I started it's hard doing this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's why I started doing this because like, I don't want to lose the interest or the, I mean, I love 
hardcore and hardcore music in the scene and you know i don't yeah. know i mean it's hard to um it's, it's hard, hard to, scrub, to be man. there it's... when you yeah but it's hard to be there too when you have responsibilities and you have yeah you know people that rely on you and stuff like exactly. that you know so you can't always jump up and drive three hours to go to a show or two hours to go to a show or whatever right. i mean I, like i'm i'm just trying i'm kind of in a way doing the same thing that you're doing trying to you know do what you can with the time that you have exactly. <laughs> you know yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. It's, it, it can make be it tough. work the... yeah yeah for sure um now uh how far from nashville are you uh eight hours i believe they have hardcore in nashville do you know i don't know <laughs> yeah i would assume curious, so. uh, yeah there's a couple of bands from out of there well that were from there as far as uh chambers out of there yeah oh, are they okay yeah yeah chambers from nashville um which is awesome because we uh we actually know jacob lilly and those guys uh his brother still lives here nathan lilly mm-hmm. uh pretty good friends of mine um and when i found out chambers from nashville i was like what yeah, so I, I had no idea he lived out there, but uh, yeah, Chambers awesome too. By the way, they're dope. Yeah, obviously um, it's, a, it's a big music city. I was just curious if you had known because right. I don't really. I mean, there's a lot of you know. I know like Knock Loose is from Louisville. I know that. Um, yeah, you know, I know you guys That's, are. They have hardcore there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I don't know. I I really yeah, don't know honestly. Huh. Um, Interesting. Or wait, maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong about knocked loose. Maybe I'm thinking of someone else. I don't know. That's the thing. I I don't. I honestly I don't know too much about Southern hardcore. I know about Florida hardcore, <laughs> and I know about you guys, and I know about pretty much you know a lot of the California. Yeah, is much going on in Texas? You know, I I don't I don't oh, know. Huh. Like I know that That's I very I, interesting. <laughs> yeah, like there's a there's a few like they do fests and stuff like that, but like, do they have like, like a scene, like with regular shows and like local bands and stuff playing hardcore? I don't know up here in the Northeast. It seems like, I mean, like Michigan is on fire. Uh, Ohio has a ton of cool bands. PA is popping. Um, New York is blowing up with a bunch of bands too. Yeah, man. Uh, I found a band called examine on there the other day. Mm -hmm. They're so dope. So dope, man. Yeah, I um, love it. Maryland, New Jersey, uh, I assume Rhode Island, since it's in the area, I'm sure they've got something cool going on, you know. Yeah. But like, yeah, I it just uh, it just intrigues me to think about like if if other parts of the country, because I truth is I really don't know too much about the South. Um, yeah, but uh, did you guys have like uh, a lot of like screamo and deathcore type bands in your area? Yeah. And mm-hmm. that's basically what North Carolina was for a while. For real? <laughs> Which uh, it, it, it kind of still is to, to me. Uh, I guess my opinion on hardcore is different from a lot of people, obviously. Mm-hmm. But um, hardcore down here, it's people love hardcore down here, but it's no bands that are doing that type of music, really. Mm-hmm. Um, you got We got Fade and Signal, um, us, obviously, and uh, Advent. Um, my, my brain's not working right now but uh, I mean, we have a few bands here mm-hmm. but for the most part it's um like deathcore or screamo yeah mm-hmm. well you had mentioned uh circle takes the square earlier and yeah, i have yeah. a i have a huge soft spot for circle takes the square i and, love it and, yeah man <laughs> yeah, dude like yeah. i i uh i never saw that band 
but they played a show here in Altoona and I was not like my parents wanted me home. So I had to leave, but I missed that band and they were so like, I was looking forward to it so much. I listened to that album so many times. Um, <laughs> I, but I have a huge soft spot for that kind of, I, I consider that screamo, you know? Like yeah. And that's what we have in North Carolina. Like a lot of bands like that style or North Carolina. Um, and it's, it's weird to me because I, I like that type of music, but I still don't even know where the shows are when they have them. <laughs> I know that they're having them, but I never hear about them like I do hardcore shows, I guess, because I'm looking for hardcore shows for yeah. either meet us to play or go hang out and meet some new people. So like that. Mm-hmm. And it sucks. Like I, I remember being younger and literally knowing about every single show, <laughs> like anywhere oh, yeah, in North Carolina, from the west to the east. We knew where it was, what time it was like. And now it's hard to find. I know. I'm trying to like find some people that are cool with regularly sending me shit um, to post because like it's hard to keep up with. <laughs> and I want to stay yeah, like yeah, I want to stay up on things. I don't want to post like one person's show and then like snub someone else's show. Like <laughs> I just want to make, you know, but I, I was the same way. Like I knew like what all the shows were that were going on and everything like that. Yeah. Now, like I don't even know what I'm eating for breakfast tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> that's true i mean <laughs> yeah 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 you no know, i don't even know what fucking time i'm going to bed tonight let alone what's going on but... <laughs> um okay so uh a couple more questions that i had um and i i have a handful of questions that i like to just ask um, yeah yeah you know especially vocalists um <clears throat> what is it about the live hardcore show atmosphere that you like you know what's your favorite thing about that um unity for one of course obviously the uh the old uh cliche answer but um that and i i love live instruments as well yeah um i love people seeing people put their talents in front of me live and watch them go crazy with it as well like people throw the guitars around or drums whatever you're having a good time playing your instrument and it still sounds good to me. Mm-hmm. And that's awesome. Um, just hearing it live is different from hearing it recorded, obviously, because it's been mixed and mastered and stuff like that. But live is just, mm-hmm. it hits me more. I can feel the music. Yeah. Do you like live recordings too? Videos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I can't do just listening to the live no. really, but I, I watch a live video for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So, uh, what about what's your favorite man? I don't even know how to phrase this now. Cause it's like <laughs> when you get into, when you get into talking about like um, people's passion and people's, you know, like things that they deeply care for. And like, obviously we care about this in this scene and that's why we're here, like doing what we're doing. Um, you know, like what, what, do you see at a show that kind of like ignites your passion? Like, what is that? What's that? Describe the atmosphere that you walk into at a fever strike show that kind of, you know, puts you in the mental place that you want to be, um, that you need to be to do that. You know, like what, where's your happy place with that? Uh, I really go and say, let's kill this shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's, that's hard to explain. Cause every show we play is just, like you said earlier as well, 
you can't put us in a in a, in a group of what we sound like or anything like mm-hmm. that. And that, it, that's hard for us to get shows as well because we can't hit a promoter up and say, hey, uh, can you book a show for us? And they know exactly who to place us with. Mm-hmm. So every show we play is with some band is way off our genre or style, which mm-hmm. we love. We love it because we love all styles as well. And it helps us out being the misplaced band, I guess, because we actually get there, get heard because <laughs> um, it's something different. Mm-hmm. And when I walk in the room, I immediately just say, all right, um, this is this is it. I mean, either going to like us or not like us. Uh, if they don't, fine. We we expressed ourselves. We had fun. Had a good time. Because nothing stops our fun at all. We always have a great time. Oh, you definitely um, looked all, like you were having a good time. Yeah, all five of us do. We we have the best group. The we just get it. We click so well. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess it also helps. We've known each other for years. Um, well, not Justin. Well, I guess yeah, years now. Uh, we've been together since 2018. So yeah, I've known Justin since then. Uh, when the band started, that's my first time meeting Justin. Uh, everyone else, we've been pretty pretty close over the years, and uh, that helps a lot. And the fact that we just we love to laugh, uh, see other people have a great time. Um, if you're not having a great time, we're going to figure out a way to help you have a great time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Best love way we can. The positivity, anyway. man. I really do. Like I, I admire your positivity because like everybody's just so fucking negative anymore. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly, man. Exactly. It's crazy. Like, I mean, I, it's hardcore. So it kind of comes with, you know, kind of comes with it to a certain extent. Yeah. But I mean, like I'm talking about like outside of hardcore, like the world is just so like negative. So, yeah. It's crazy. So messed up, man. <laughs> you know? It's wild. I really I admire it, your positivity. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I try to be, there's no other way to be. I don't think like it, it, it's only so much we can do to stop whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, you can try your best, but stressing over certain things is not not necessary. How do you stay um, positive? Honestly, my, hardcore. <laughs> my yeah. friends and family, man. Like, uh, yeah, that's that's literally. I if if they're not happy, I'm not happy. Mm-hmm. Um, that goes friends, family, uh, mom, dad, cousin, their cousin, their their uncle, whoever. Uh, if you're going through something, I'm going through it with you, no matter what. I appreciate that. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I can I can totally I can totally understand what you're saying when you say that. Yeah. Cause, cause I've been through so much as well. And I didn't have my a lot of people there for me, except for my friends. Yeah. Um that would were who I'm so thankful for to, to bring me around and keep me around. Because yeah. I was a piece of shit, man. I <laughs> I was terrible. Um yeah. but now being older, I'm realizing that I now I, I expect myself to do what I can to pay them back mm-hmm. um, and whoever else I can. Uh, I just don't, I hate seeing people, I guess, just so confused and mad about whatever it is they're going through Yeah, that their, their whole day is just fucked up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like at least take, have a five minute period where you're like, hell yeah, this is great. I love it. Like mm-hmm. at least that much leaves a lot of pressure off of you. That's awesome. I, I admire it so much, dude. I like, <laughs> you're just, you're just like real to a fault. You're, you're the <laughs> nicest guy, man. Like <laughs> I do. I, I, I just, I'm, I wish I had that positivity. I wish I could like, I'm going to like channel your, your idea here and take five minutes a day and channel that mindset. No, I really do. I, I, I'm making my son, I'm making myself sound, I think a little worse than I actually am. Like I, I just, I have a, um, 
I think we all do to a certain extent, but I have like a, like a magnetism to like a negative mindset and a negative outlook. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I just, um, get, I get pulled in. It, it Yes. It's energy, man. Just it's all about finding some, something somewhere to just go, go to that place in your mind and be like, all right, it's not, things aren't so bad. Fucking mm-hmm. look at Ukraine and Russia. Mm-hmm. We don't have that shit going on. That's, that's it, I, it's, I want, we want to help them, of course. Yeah. But we should be thankful what we have here right now. We're not going through that situation or right. for any country going through some bad things. Like we don't have going on here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm we sure do. they feel the same in other, in other countries. Like we're going through shit. That they're not going through as well. We, we do have it pretty, you know, all things considered. And there are a lot of things. To we're consider. <laughs> we do. Yeah. We do have it pretty damn good, you know? And yeah. again, and again, we're, that's we're so spoiled. Yeah, like there's there's a lot of give and take. There's a lot of bad uh, things that go on in this place, but ultimately, um, yep. you know, we we for the most part in most areas in this country, we are granted with peaceful nights that we get to sleep right. through. You know, and a lot of people yep. around the world don't have that. So you're very right. You know, that is a that that was something I think that was like instilled into us as kids that you kind of lose sight of when you get older. Well, you don't yeah. if you're you don't if you're Teddy from Fever Strike, but <laughs> <laughs> you know that's that's cool. Um, I could use that, but I could I could definitely use that um, perspective. Um, okay, that's the only way I've been able to handle it as well. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> like, I, it's just you get like, caught even up, when you know? it comes to like when I'm like thinking about personal things with family, I'm like, damn, this dad just killed his son. Like I'm not to that level yet. I'm yeah, not, right. I would never do that. Or, or seeing stuff in the news about just something crazy happened. I'm like, damn, I'm not that, I'm not to that level yet. Hell no. Mm-hmm. Right. I, feel, I got a great life right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like there, I see stuff like that occasionally too. I try honestly it, anymore, especially after 2020, I don't fucking watch yeah. any, any news or anything anymore. I try not to, because it's just yeah. like you'll get yeah, sucked down you. something. <laughs> yeah, you <know>? exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like it's crazy. Like um, when when the whole Russia Ukraine thing happened, I had no idea. Like I was wow. not. I was I was outside of that bubble. I started seeing people like <laughs> posting like uh, Ukrainian flags and shit like that, and yeah. <laughs> I was like what's going on this week guys like i had no idea and i i was like blissfully ignorant on the outside and (laughs) because it's just like what comes with it is so much negative energy and so much like you know they just want you to be angry and scared all the time exactly exactly like i hate i I can't do that it's can't do it okay here's a question for you um what does what does mezzaluna mean (laughs) <laughs> oh gosh uh google it now okay uh no no i honestly don't know <laughs> yeah uh see, that, that's another funny part about our songs uh mm-hmm. most of the songs were named just goofily named okay. uh to help me str- uh look at them on um on soundcloud i listen to them on soundcloud and i write the lyrics to them once they when re- once justin records it yeah um and he, he puts like these silly ass names on there, whatever. And you and, just uh, stick with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And I, and 
I'll, I'll Google it as well. I'll Google it and try to base something off of that. Be like, huh, I can throw something together with that. Uh, just kind of something like a metaphor to it, but it has nothing to do with Mezzaluna. <laughs> Dude, that um, is so cool. <laughs> <laughs> I love that idea. Um, Mezzaluna was actually written on, uh, we did a tour with the Threats, uh, who actually has ex-members of Chariot and stuff like that. We did a okay. little tour with them up to Audio Feed Fest. Which is also Christian Fest, so everyone thought we were Christian band. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but um, we were watching a lot of uh, Big Trouble in Little China, and um, like it was, <laughs> it's a it's a part in that movie where Kurt Russell yells, um, "What will come out no more?" Yeah. <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and and like I I did a little uh, vision thing, like what the hell is he talking about? I glanced at the movie, I was like, "Oh, a demon." Okay, and so that, that song is actually kind of a um, how we're tempted with things that would tempt you to be demonic, good person, something like that. Like you, and that person, you're asking them, Hey, what are you doing to me? What, what's not going to come out anymore? What, what's, what's going to be good in my life? Like, like you're asking a fortune teller type thing. Um, and honestly, I can't remember what the hell Mazzalone even meant, means to, to this day, yeah. but it felt like it went with that song. Cause when I saw the name, I was watching uh, big trouble. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Thank you. Kurt Russell. Yeah, (laughs) that's cool do you have any other uh stories like that about any of your songs uh false memory is written i cannot remember the girl's name or anything like that but that was a random written song as well um forgot what i originally started writing it about but uh i saw a story about a girl who it's a disease forgot something something with the brain where you forget or you think you're you think something's happening that's not really happen, happening mm-hmm. or has happened? So she actually accused her dad of uh, rape, molesting her. And her, her dad got locked up for forever. Like for a long time until they found out nothing really happened. He had never touched her or anything like that. Oh, wow. It was like a demon. Yeah, yeah. She uh, woke up and was wondering where her dad was and he wasn't nowhere around. Found out he, he was locked up, this and that. And they checked her and I forgot what the disease. I got to Google that as well. But um, mm-hmm. she woke up and realized she had a dream about it about oh, something man. that never happened but it could have happened that's crazy yeah yeah uh i forgot the name of the article now i'll i'll, I'll send it to you at some point okay um i don't even know how i found it actually i yeah. think i typed in false memory because that's yeah. what the song was <laughs> justin i think i googled false memory and some shit like that I was like all right <laughs> yeah dude that's so but cool it, that story popped out to me i was like man i bet people have no idea this is even a thing. Like it, it was, it blew my mind. So I was like, all right, memory, the blow, yeah. false memory. <laughs> all right. Hit me with another one. Um, purity was the first song fever strike ever wrote okay. as a band. Um, and our, <laughs> our original name was going to be spit. <laughs> um, so that's why the last part is talk, spit, get hit. <laughs> all right. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And it worked out because I, I try my, I don't really write too many lyrics with cuss words in it, whatever. And it's not to be a Christian band or nothing like that. I just don't see a need for it sometimes. Sure. But we, although we do have songs with it in there. Um, so when I wrote it, I was like, all right, it fits. Uh, talk, spit, get hit. So that was the last part. And um, Purity was, since it was the first song, it came from me meeting uh, Justin, actually. Okay. Um, how I could see, he, dude, he was feeling everything he was telling me about, Hey, I want this band to do this. I got ideas for this. It's like, hell yeah, this dude, he really wants to do this thing. I was like, I'm down. I'm all in for it. This dude's pure right here. Yeah. And, um, 
was like, dude, he he's definitely gonna be a good friend of mine because most of my friends are all pure hearted, which is all so friendly. He would fit in well. Yeah. And uh, it's kind of a hey, you you talk spit to my friends, you get hit. <laughs> my my friends are all pure. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. That's so cool. Okay. So you're not getting out of this then. So the, the band was, <laughs> the band was called spit. It, it wasn't an official name. <laughs> it was an idea name. Uh, right. I can't remember the other silly names we had written down, but for some reason we were like, hell yeah. Spit, spit is it, man. That, that's going to be the name right there. Honestly, spit and, is um, not that bad. At least it's a hardcore <laughs> band. Like, <laughs> I don't actually remember when it even changed to fever strike. But uh, if you don't know, Fever Strike is a, um, I could be wrong in this too as well. Uh, had to be explained to me when the name came along, but I get it because I tried the game out. But it's a game called uh, Warframe, uh, okay. online game. And a special weapon on there is called Fever Strike. <laughs> oh. And we're, we're that special weapon. <laughs> yeah. That's dope. That's a really, yeah, yeah, really good cool name. Came along as well. yeah, Fever yeah. Strike's a good name. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's snappy. It can, it's catchy. Um, <clears throat> so uh any more what's that <laughs> spit that still cracks me up to this day <laughs> <laughs> um hey you know what seriously uh it, it it's not a bad name like i know that that in a world i don't know is there a band called spit already i'm sure there is right yeah it's gotta be there's yeah. gotta be dude yeah i've been i've been working on some music and i have been trying to come up with a name for it and it is the hardest shit ever because it, it is everything is taken and like yeah <laughs> multiple spellings of it are taken like no matter what it fucking yeah. is like every so like at what yeah. point is it okay to start like reusing names <laughs> actually uh call it quits our man tipper's old band we changed well we didn't change it but we added an exclamation mark on the end yeah. um yeah yeah because there was a band out of I believe Ohio, it was called Call It Quits. So we uh put an exclamation mark on ours, and that was the difference between the bands. Yeah. And every time someone didn't put that on the bill, we we correct them on it. <laughs> like yeah, it kind of yeah. kind of upset us. We were like, hey, no, you can't put that name on there. We need the exclamation mark on the end. Yeah. So um, yeah, ever since then it's it's not us if you don't put the exclamation mark. <laughs> there was uh yeah, there's been a bunch of bands that do that with like the AD. You see that yeah. with like older hardcore bands that like I th it was yeah. like, was it Chromags and Chromags AD? Did they do that? Yeah, that's right. Um, and then uh, do you know uh, Ghost, the rock band Ghost? They used to yep. be Ghost BC because somebody like owned the trademark for the name Ghost. Wow. Um, yeah. So there's apparently been another, you know, band with that name. I mean, that's huh. just that's the nature of the beast, I guess. But like. I mean, honestly, naming a band is so fucking hard. You just can't. You can't win. And you you don't want to make it anything corny either. So <laughs> no, I know. I I'd really like to do something with it. The problem is like trying to get people to do things. It, it's tough. That's the tough part, man. You know, it's so hard. Yeah, <laughs> I like, was lucky to be invited to do Fever Strike, man. Yeah, dude. For I, went, sure. I went so long wanting to do, get back into doing music, and Tipper just luckily hit me up. I was like, "Hey, man, we need a vocalist." <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. You you, worked out you great. guys seem to have a good group of guys that you know want to. Well, when I saw you, uh, you only had one guitar player, so I didn't meet the whole band. But right, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was a guitar player, couldn't make it um, mm -hmm. personal reasons. Yeah, um, but yeah, he. Uh, I wish he would have been there. He would have had a great time too. Uh, but he he's uh 
he's played every show with us up to then, up to the Hell tour. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, and yeah, yeah it been, seems like awesome. you guys... so he's, not, he's not out of the band or anything. <laughs> right. Yeah, no doubt. And it seems like you guys have really good chemistry. Um, do you guys write together as a band when you jam? Yes, they do. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I literally have practice. I, I don't know how many times with them. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I live an hour or yeah, I live about an hour from them where they okay. practice that anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my job and stuff, I, it's hard for me to get out there and practice sometimes. For sure. But there are times I, I will make it out there and do it. And most of the songs are written there, yes. Mm-hmm. But then again, it's uh, also written between each each musician, uh, they'll be at home just messing around and decide to bring what they wrote at home to the group mm-hmm. and uh, kind of put things together there. Um, do you record? Like, do you record like demo vocal tracks on your own? No, no. Oh, really? That's no, crazy. <laughs> I, I, I go full force into it. As soon as yeah. I hear the song, I feel it, and boom, lyrics come out my off my pen <laughs> or my on my phone. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, that's why I love Justin too. His writing just—I don't know what it is. It does something. Mm-hmm. Um, as soon as I hear one strum of the guitar, I'm I'm ready. I'm in for it. I'm I'm ready. All oh, in. Yeah. And especially with the goofy names he puts on there, I'm like, all right, <laughs> this is gonna be awesome. It, it may. <laughs> I really like that idea. I mean, that's that's just uh, that's so real. It it it, yeah. it is, dude. It's just so real. Like whatever he was like like just i need to name right. something you know and then yeah. you like give yeah. life to it that's cool i love it dude yeah that's what it's all yeah, about man. right there that's what if you're ever wondering what it's all about that's what it's all about right there just like <laughs> you know friends working together and creating something original and you know yeah. feeling it dude yeah um okay so we talked about spin we talked about the other music that you have, the, the, I says it all. And, um, basically I I didn't mention it earlier, but that's what we were talking about. There's five, uh, songs on there, I believe. And then Mm -hmm. I think that there's one other song that you guys released as a single. Am I right? Uh, yeah, we released a false memory as a single. Right. Uh, actually most of the songs on our album are from that demo. Okay. Uh, just re re re-recorded, re-recorded versions of them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we got that down pat. Um, and I just wanted to talk about the future a little bit. What are you guys, uh, do you have any plans in the works? You know, you've been mentioning an album is part of it written is some of yeah. it written. What's the deal here? What's going on? Um, I, I, well, lyrics aren't written. <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. really write lyrics. Till I hear the music. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yes, uh, some of the music is, they have it written. They've been mm-hmm. practicing it and stuff like that, but nothing's set in stone. Okay. Uh, I'm sure something's going to switch up between whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no set thing about when an album is going to be even started, but we are planning on doing a single at some point, uh, drop another single for the album that we have that we want to put out. Um, shows, uh, we're slowly trying to line up shows actually. Uh, it's just, I, we, we want to find a booking agent. <laughs> yeah, Cause for sure. I, I, do most, I do most of the booking actually. Um, mm-hmm. And it's just me contacting people. Hey, can you book this show for us? Can we go here? This and that. And I don't even know who to contact when, what day. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll ask people way too in advance because I think I got to go ahead and schedule it or otherwise it'd be overbooked for us. We can't get there, mm-hmm. uh, which has happened a couple of times. Uh, <laughs> um, 
then someone might hit us up randomly throughout the month. Hey, you want to play this show? Sometimes we can't play that show. Excuse me. Um, we can't play that show because of family time and stuff like that, or mm-hmm. it's a holiday or somebody can't get off work. Um, but we try to play as much as we possibly can. Um, weekends are definitely where we're looking to do runs. Um, like close by, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, can't go too far, I guess, unless we fly. Uh, <laughs> but we're not to that level yet. We can, we can do that yet. Yeah. So. Well, did you, um, did you make the connection with gloves off? Uh, we, we already knew those. We knew Cody. You knew okay. uh, through through Scott as well. Mm-hmm. I bass player Scott. Um, I that's how I met Cody. It's, it's through Scott. Cool. Um, I had seen gloves off back at um, I want to say Winter Jam. Mm-hmm. I went to Winter Jam in Jersey and I saw them there for the first time. And actually, I think that was my first time meeting Cody. Actually, um, since then we just connected. We've been talking, and um, mm-hmm. Scott brought it up. We were planning a tour. And Scott was like, hey, we can just uh, try to get gloves off to do this thing with us. And it worked out for him. Worked out perfect. That's we were so happy great, for that. Such a great band to go out with. It, it was, man. They're it's so, so awesome. much fun. That's good. Yes. Had a great time. Um, yeah, I'm glad that that worked out well for you guys. And it seems like you guys got a lot of exposure. Um, did you play with Scarhead while you were... Were you on one of those yes, shows? Yes, we played with them in Chicago. Okay. Yeah. How'd that show go? Yeah. It was pretty fun. It was awesome, actually. Yeah. Um, the uh, singer, he's going to kill me if I forget his name, which I just did. Danny? <laughs> uh, singer, the singer for uh, Break the Cycle. Oh, okay. Nick. Yeah, Break the Cycle. There. He, he got us on the show. It was a last minute show for us. Is that um, Nick that you're talking about? Yes. Yes, Nick. Dude, I connected with that guy. He's he's a really, really cool guy. Yeah, dude, he's awesome. Um, We had a show scheduled or planned to be in Michigan, Flint, Michigan. Okay. And we got word from a couple homies of ours uh, told us don't play the show because it's at like uh, a crust punk house, little scum rundown basement, like a wild place. They said, don't play there. Don't do it. So we backed out of doing that show. Mm-hmm. And we were like, well, we'll just take the day off and go home then. And um, just so happens, Scott got in contact with Nick and he threw us on a show. He said, yeah, you guys can open a show for us then. So we were yeah. like, fuck it. Don't, no telling when we get to come back to Chicago again. Might as well go ahead and go up there. Yeah. So we did the show and it was like, hell yeah, it worked out perfect. Uh, got to hang out with Danny and everything. Um, they, yeah, it was great connecting with those people too. Meeting new, new friends, new family. Yeah, it was dope, man. Had a great time. That's definitely cool. going back to Chicago. Yeah, Scar has Scarhead hasn't been out in forever. So right, like right. that was really cool that you guys got the opportunity to play with them. Yeah, that was that was a blessing. <laughs> that was fun. So then you shot back down to North Carolina, straight from Chicago. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we left. Uh, dude, I think we left that night. Did we stay? And I, don't, dude, I think we me. left that. If it was me, I probably would have left that night. I think we did, it. yeah. And we drove all the way home, man. Yeah, that same night. Were you um, ready to go home by that point? Oh yeah, we were wore out, dude. We were yeah. so tired. I mean, we definitely would have kept going if we had something booked, but yeah, we were like, all right, yeah, this is the last date. Let's go ahead and go home, dude. We wore out, tired. Um, so we we had done anything like that in forever like we've been to other bands that toured and stuff and we've mm-hmm. traveled a lot but back-to-back things like that we hadn't done that in forever so yeah that, that was like a, a practice for us <laughs> for sure yeah when you were um coming back did you have any time like to relax before you went back to work 
Uh, no, I actually went to work the next day. No shit. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I go to work. Well, I got to be there at six o'clock in the morning. So, um, yeah, my, my job is not too difficult where I'm too wore out to do it. Yeah. So I'm doing is putting some bolts in it, uh, in the pump. I put mm-hmm. the meters on the pump. So I just put a couple bolts in and send it on down to somebody else. That's it. Yeah. So it's nothing that wears me out too bad. No shit, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Right. What time do you get up? 4.30. Fuck that. <laughs> yeah, dude, I hate it. I hate it so much. I hate it. 4.30 every morning, man, just to be at my station by 6. Shit. And I'm, I'm only talking, 15 minutes from my job. You have to so, in on a computer. Yeah, it's a little yeah. uh, card swipe thing. Yeah. And I, I cannot be later than 6 o'clock either where I get a point or a half a point, some shit like that. It's so crazy. If I'm there at 6.01, I get a half a point. It's nuts. If you show up at 7, <laughs> do you just get one point? <laughs> Uh no, if I show up, I can show up any any time between six and ten. I think I'm still confused by it all, but I think that's only a half a point. But if I miss a whole day, that's a whole point. So like, if you so if you're gonna be late and you're gonna be there at six oh one, you might as well just wait till ten. Thank you. Yes. Right. <laughs> that that was the whole, that was the whole argument with the whole point system in the first place. Yeah. We, nobody understands that at all, but it is what it is. Like if 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 it's six o'clock and I'm not at my station and I get there and it's six Oh one, I might as well just fucking wait until nine 59. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cause like why? I mean, if you're getting punished the same, exactly. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. I don't understand the whole point system. Nah, it I know. blew my mind. I never worked in a, in a, uh, a, a setting like this that yeah. polished concrete. Like, I was basically free doing concrete. Like, right. if I want to take a break, smoke a fucking cigarette, I can go do that. Mm-hmm. As long as my job gets done. Here, I'm locked in the building, you know, just for eight hours, 11 hours normally. Uh, mm-hmm. We're doing eight hours here lately. But, um, yeah, just locked in the building. I get two breaks or three breaks, excuse me. And um, they don't pay shit. It's, just, it's wild to me. And then yeah. the point system, I can't I can't be off whenever I want to. Like, and I'm not saying that's how all jobs should be. Where you, mm-hmm. Hey, I don't want to come to work. No, it should be like that. I'm saying, like, I actually got something scheduled to do I, I should be able to hey i'm not coming to work this day right and it should be okay like at least i told you ahead of time yeah. i'm not telling you the day of or the week before even right now i think we covered a lot though man this yeah even strikes is that's the uh I, I think COVID slowed us down so much we we're ready to go to start rolling 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 yeah good um and especially after coming back from this tour we're like really pumped um yeah. we're all motivated to do more um just pumped. <laughs> Good. We're already looking to do another tour at some point soon. Uh, besides the weekend, we're trying to do in May. Um, trying to do some more uh, later on down the road. Hopefully this summer, mm-hmm. we can get something rolling good. Um, so we can just get the days off in the time. Good. Time to do it uh, and work on the album as well in, in between this. Because mm-hmm. this, all this music has been written for so, so long. Um, mm-hmm. We've been playing these same songs since 2018 yeah um which we we are thankful for because it seems like people are just now hearing it so it's like mm-hmm. all right we can play it for the rest of this year you know now people started here go ahead and keep playing it um and then boom come up with something new finally um and well, like i said also, like that kind of speaks to how hard it is to get people to listen to your music do you know it is I mean? um, it's tough yeah <laughs> we've been playing these same songs uh and even locally, um, 
it, it just it didn't seem like people picked up on the songs at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think my my aspect of coming into doing everything, doing vocals again in the band was um, sing-alongs, pile-ons and stuff like that. Call It Quits was all about that. Like uh, you can see old pictures of us together and stuff and people piling on singing along and stuff like that. So I figured, all right, hopefully Fever Stripe would kind of get that same uh, response, which mm-hmm. I understand it doesn't because music's also different. It's a lot different. Mm-hmm. They call it quits. Um, but some of the parts in our songs, I honestly <laughs> live, I rely on uh, the crowd to kind of sing along, mm-hmm. which I'm like, damn, they didn't sing along. So now I got to sing that part. So now I'm wore out more. And it's, it's, it's awesome, though. It's fun. I love it. Um, but yeah, hopefully people start catching on and singing along with us, man. Hell That's yeah. For. Hell yeah, dude. And we're going to hype you. I mean, I am definitely going to be talking about Fever Strike and watching <laughs> what you guys are doing. So. You know, um, one of the things, yeah, dude. And one of the things that I kind of want to do with this show too, is, you know, not just have bands on, but like check in every now and then. And like, you know what I mean? Like follow bands. Um, yes, yes. You know, fever strike is, is the perfect band for that. You know, um, you have a unique style, you have a unique sound. It's just raw emotion i mean that's what i was that's kind of why i was diving into the the emotional based questions with you because, yeah, yeah. because like you know it is a very emotional band um when yeah you, when you see fever strike live and you can't deny that um so i think that that's what sets you guys apart and i think that that's what you know is, is going to work in your favor uh moving forward and i wish you guys nothing but the best and you're Thank already you so on a you're already on a dope <laughs> label um, yeah yeah it's been awesome man uh you know, that, that worked out pretty good for us as well because uh what was tipper's but he tipper and justin actually were in another band in the midst of fever strike yeah um oh god what was the name of it they're gonna kill me <laughs> uh but they they they're not in, together anymore obviously but um they got picked up by patient zero and tipper luckily was like hey man check out my other band fever strike and it's been we connected on that. It's been uphill since then. That's um, so cool. Yeah, yeah. Jerry's helped us out a lot. Um, and finally getting to meet him on that tour was awesome as well. Mm-hmm. Um, he looked out for us up there as well. And and to, to us, it's probably crazy to say, or it's cliche to say, but we, we want some, want a label that's, uh, I mean, even it may come with a, a book. And I don't know how, how labels and stuff work. Mm-hmm. I don't know at all, but uh, I'd look at how bands are assigned to certain labels and have certain booking agents mm-hmm. and how they somehow they always connect with those labels together. So I, in my head, I'm thinking we need to get signed to this label. So this, this booking agent can book our shows for us. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it works like that or not, <laughs> but so yeah. we're hoping Jerry uh, kind of picks up on promoting um, even, um, which he does, he does that very well too. Um, and maybe a connection of where we can contact a booking agent or, book or contact uh more promoters around the country or whatever yeah uh somehow because me personally i'm getting tired of booking shows dude yeah uh yeah. It, it's tough it's it's tough it's, it's crazy i didn't yeah. realize it was as tough as it, as it is uh which gives me more respect for booking agents now <laughs> yeah right because coming up i was always like man yeah book a show right now hey i got you come on you guys want to come through let's book a show right now now yeah. it's like it's like pulling teeth to get a show book <laughs> right well um you know, we, we're lucky up here in PA. We have a lot of people who, uh, they'll put you on a show. I mean, they'll find something for you no matter what, you know, like no matter what, if you're up in this area, 
we'll find something for you. <laughs> you oh, yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> um, especially if you're fever strike. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I um, another thing I wanted to bring up was vinyl. Um, are you guys yeah. pressing vinyl? Uh, yeah, we have vinyl out. Uh, okay. Did you not see it at the show? No, I, I didn't. I didn't. Oh know. God, yeah, we had our merch set up by the freaking bathroom, so nobody okay. went back there to see it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we wonder why we didn't sell anything at that show. Like, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but um, we have vinyl out. Uh, we have three different variants, I believe. Okay. Uh, there's a Bandcamp variant, a uh, a European variant, which uh-huh. a nuclear family picked up. Uh, they have over there. Um, and we got the other variant. Um. But yeah, uh, we got those out, and Dude, we're trying okay. to get some CDs made as well. I'm we gonna have, a buddy have to of order ours. one of those because I honestly, I legit, I did not know you had vinyl, so I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna have to get one of those. It's appreciate it, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm sure there's more on there. Uh, I'm not sure what variants are left on Bandcamp or Patient Zero. Um, okay, but yeah, I'll um, look it up. Shit, if need be, we'll mail you something. Um, oh, I'll look it up. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll find something. Okay, yeah, but uh, we also have a friend down here. Uh, doing Force of Reckoning Records, um, named Matt Reeves, who's going to press some CDs for us, mm-hmm. um, which is looking forward to actually, because we've had people ask for CDs oddly enough while we're on tour. Um, like, nah, man, all we got is vinyl. <laughs> but uh, they bought the vinyl too, though, um, which is we're thankful for. They got us back home, that gave us gas money and everything, and fed us. So that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, I'm it worked out myself, great. I'm making myself a note right now. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'll order it tomorrow, <laughs> but, um, all right, man. Well, um, I think this is probably a good place to wrap up. Okay. Um, you know, I really appreciate all of your time and the conversation. Thank you. Thank it was you. so nice to talk to you. Yes. Um, you as well. Thank you for having me, man. <laughs>